Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, whilst Budget 2023 was certainly ambitious, the effectiveness of its measures will be determined by the businesses on the ground. Duncan Graham is the Managing Director of Retail Excellence Ireland and he joins us now to evaluate the measures through the lens of the retail sector. Duncan, before we discuss the budget, how has the retail sector been performing in Ireland this year? Morning, Carl. Yeah, it's been an interesting year because obviously we, we came in still with COVID in the background at the start of the year. If you recall, we had all the issues around Omicron and, and um, a lot of uncertainty. And then within a, within a month, we were trading fully again and, and, and cracking on as, as if nothing had happened. And I think up until the middle part of the year, it's been pretty positive, albeit we've had the, the issues of Ukraine and energy costs starting to rise, uh, have, have started to, to creep in. Um, but generally, it's been been positive. We've had tourism back in the country, which has been good. Um, and retailers have traded quite well through the middle part of the year. Over the last few weeks and the last couple of months, we've certainly seen that drop away. Um, and there is some definite concerns over there. So, you know, whilst Q1 and Q2 are reasonably good, I think what we'll see uh, with the Q3 figures will be will be a downturn and, and some difficulties. And, you know, I think retailers are generally very cautious at the moment. Do you put that down to the increase in cost of living? Absolutely. I think uh, an increased cost of living, lowered consumer confidence. I think um, the rising interest rates are not helping. Um, so, you know, everything is coming together as a bit of a perfect storm. You know, and retailers that have really only just got them, themselves back together after COVID are now facing into another difficult Christmas. So, um, you know, not ideal at all at the moment. And, um, and we, uh, we certainly seem to be extremely adaptable and having to get through these, these difficulties. It seems to be the norm at the moment that we're facing into uh, to problems. That's the, that's the nature of the beast. That is for sure. Now, the reason I've asked you to join us on this morning's show is to get your opinion and insights into Budget 2023 from a retail perspective. So firstly, what was your overall impression of the budget? I suppose looking at it, my my overall view would be a a bit of a licorice all sorts budget. There seems to be something in it um, for everyone. And certainly the numbers are pretty eye-watering when you look at the 11 billion that is being mentioned. I mean, as usual with these things, a lot of it was flagged beforehand. Um, I think from a from a retail perspective, the big issue that's dominated throughout was um, was around energy costs and what was going to be there for businesses around energy. And I think certainly, um, you know, we felt that had come through very late. Uh, you know, it certainly wasn't being talked about probably up until really two weeks before the the budget was announced was the only time first time we started to hear about something like this. Um, but overall, you know, I think I think it's something there. I think the big issue that's coming back from retailers at the moment is. Uh, will the supports that have been put in place be enough? Um, because certainly the, the view from our members is, yeah, OK, I'll take it, but um, I've still got some concerns. And of course, the big focus of Budget 2023 was on the measures that government would introduce to tackle the rising energy costs. But before we discuss these measures, can you tell us about the level of increases which your members have been experiencing? And we had a conference there on the 6th of September, and many at that point were saying that you know, an energy bill of twenty to thirty thousand a year was going up to a hundred thousand a year. So they were saying that you know they were facing into at least double, if not triple, um, what they'd what they'd been facing before. Um, and and you know, for a small retailer that uh, is probably uh, high value, low mar- low margin business, 
And that's the difference between being in business and being out of business by the end of the year. So, you know, that was the real concern that was coming across. And as I said before, you know, we're seeing this sort of drop, drop off in terms of consumer confidence, drop off in terms of trade. Um, so, you know, certainly there was a view very much from, from business that something needed to be done. Some step needed to be taken quickly in order to give certainty. And that was the other big issue. You know, this, the uncertainty that we were facing into. Um, now, all businesses are facing into that at the moment. But in retail terms, you know, we really need certainty, particularly at this time of the year, you know, facing into the big the big quarter, quarter four. And if the government didn't intervene with supports around the energy cost increases, could you have imagined that some of your members could have went out of business? Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. I know the Tornister a few weeks ago, and he said this quite publicly, was he was saying that we haven't spent the last two years supporting businesses only to see viable businesses failing now. Um, but without these supports, there's absolutely no doubt that businesses would fail. Um, and, you know, we're already starting to see it. If you look at some of the information that was being um, put out there last week, it was suggesting that there's been a ratcheting up of uh, business failures uh, over the last uh, few months, which can all be linked back to you know, COVID closures and all that sort of thing. So, um, you know, without some of these supports, there would be a, a very, very difficult uh, few months to come uh, and businesses wouldn't be in business at Christmas uh, at this rate. So the temporary business energy support scheme was announced as part of Budget 2023. What's your initial impression of the scheme? Yeah, look, I, th- I think we were, we were pleased. I think there are still some unanswered questions. I think if you say to retailers, you look, you know, you're facing into 50, if you've got an increase in your energy costs of 50%, that 40% of that energy cost increase would be covered in the form of a rebate. You know, for many retailers, that still leaves 60% of that energy cost that's not being covered. And for many, that's, you know, tens of thousands of euro across the course of a year. So, you know, that is a real headache and something that, um, you know, needs to be needs to be dealt with. Um, I think it's always interesting to look at something that has the word temporary at the beginning of it, because uh, there is no doubt that, uh, you know, this will be reviewed and will be need to be relooked at probably in Feb- February is meant when it's meant to uh, expire. And I'm sure that there will be something that will be ongoing at that point. One other piece of good news that came out in the budget for retailers was in relation to the extension of the limit for vouchers from €500 Euros to €1,000 per annum. Surely that's very much welcomed by your members across the country? Yeah, I think that is welcome. Uh, I think that's welcome news. I think, uh, you know, the 500 euros was a bit of a drop in the ocean before. I think, you know, now seeing that double up to a thousand and the fact that you can take it, uh, you know, on two occasions during the course of the year, I think that is uh, certainly a benefit. Um, you know, these vouchers or, or uh, gift cards and things do tend to be uh, issued at Christmas. So that would give retailers a bit of a, a lift, a bit of a boost at a critically important time. Um, so, yeah, absolutely, we welcome that. Um, what we would like them to do is do something with the open loop cards, which can be spent outside of the state. We do think there's something that could be done there. Um, but, uh, you know, absolutely pass on the back to the government for um, for pushing this one. Um, and that will de- have, definitely have some benefit uh, for retailers, as I say, this Christmas. So, Duncan, what other measures and supports, which were not included in the budget, would you have liked to have seen introduced for retailers? Yeah, look, I think one of the ones that's really helped uh, during COVID and could have been extended was the um, the warehouse tax scheme. Um, you know, we're now in a place where uh, retailers and other businesses are now starting to pay back that warehouse tax. And at times when things are really tough, 
it would have been great to have seen the, the, the government extend that, um, you know, maybe extend it for another six months or another year um, to give businesses that cash flow that they need to get through this, this period. So that was um, certainly a big one. And then, you know, you're into some of the smaller things like uh, continuation of rates waivers and so on. So those were certainly things that we looked for. Um, I'd also like to see more uh, emphasis put on um, continuing the online retail scheme, uh, albeit that that has helped us uh, certainly through COVID and has really helped retail pivot their business to a more omni-channel. And I think that's really where, where retail, is, is re- retail is starting to go. So those are some of the things. But um, you know, there, there's plenty here to, for us to get our teeth into. Of course, there's lots of talk about the number of landlords that are exiting the market, both residential and commercial. Is that a concern for you that the budget didn't address that in any way? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of vacant retail property uh, emerge. And, we, you know, we've seen difficulties of bringing in um, extra international retailers to fill some of this space. Um, in in the Irish market. And I think, you know, we do need to make sure that uh, some of this vacant property around our towns and our shopping centres, and you can see it anywhere you go in any shopping centre or any town across the country, there's vacant property. And I think um, we do need to see something something coming together in terms of some support for landlords, some support for, for retailers. And, and support for new retailers to to open up uh, open up premises with a you know maybe a, a rent free periods and, and rates waivers for periods of time just to get established. So that that whole property issue hasn't gone away, and um, I suspect it's going to be around for a while. And and, and retail, you know, we, we need to play our part to, to to fill some of this space. At the start of the interview, you did mention that there is an issue, of course, now with consumer sentiment out there and confidence in the market. So what could the government do to actually increase spending in the retail sector? Back to your point around property, I think there's a real need to, for example, in this whole 15-minute town, uh, what, do we need, what, what can we do with all of this property that's vacant, particularly at second and first floor level? Um, you know, we were talking to Minister Dara Bryan there about a week ago, uh, the ploughing championships around uh, the need to make the planning laws and planning regulations better so that we can fill that. And a lot of that is, is stockroom space that retailers no longer need that could really be introduced for residential accommodation, um, you know, and that would bring life back to, into our cities. So, you know, those sort of things, life back into our cities, uh, bringing more, being able to bring more people into the retail industry. That's something we, we've been working on with government around, you know, the, the, ho- the whole issue of um, more work permits for non-EU people to come across and, and take jobs in the retail industry. That's certainly a big one. And then all the supports for uh, the green side. You know, we need to make um, these green uh, sustainable grants uh, easier for people to get through, get 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 hold of. You know, we need to make sure that um, that retailers uh, can make their businesses more sustainable um, and and play their part. And they need to be easy and, and non-bureaucratic. So, you know, those are some of the things that we need to be working on with 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 government over the next uh, few months and years. And what specific renewable energy and energy efficiency grants would you like to have seen be introduced? A lot of the grants and things that you see out there at the moment are very much aimed at business. And when retailers start going in and looking, is that for me? They find that, you know, in reality, it's for manufacturing businesses or it's for businesses that are trying to export. And we really need to to see something that's very much focused on sustainability in retail. Are your own members concerned about the imminent increase in the minimum wage? 
Yeah, look, I think when you look at what's coming down the tracks in January, we're not only seeing the increase in minimum wage, we're also seeing the introduction of statutory sick pay. And we're also then uh, down the line, we'll be seeing the introduction of a pension auto enrollment. So the labour cost side uh, of retail at the moment is going up. So, you know, we're facing into a situation where obviously we talk, we've been talking earlier about uh, your energy supports. But, uh, you know, th- we really need to be looking at what's going to go on beyond beyond January. Um, and, you know, th- there is that almost that disincentive at the moment uh, to be employing additional people because, you know, you're going to be facing these additional costs uh, come January 1. So, you know, that is an issue. Um, it is something that retailers are concerned about. Um, and, you know, it's just another part that's going to, to impact our margins. So, yeah, we are concerned about that. And looking beyond that, what is your outlook for the economy over the next 12 to 18 months? I, I genuinely think things are going to be tough. I mean, it, it, look, it, the one thing that, we, that is very much coming up everywhere you, you go at the moment is this word uncertainty. You know, we seem to be locked into what's going on in Ukraine, um, you know, and obviously we, we can't move based on that at the moment. We don't know what's happening. Um, as I said before, you know, temporary is temporary now, but it could be permanent in, in, in February in terms of energy supports. Um, and, you know, so I think the biggest thing that we need is certainty. And, and until we get that, I think things are going to be tough. And certainly and hopefully we'll see inflation start to dip a bit during the course of next year as we get on top of it. Um, but I think for the moment it's about retail weathering the storm. I think retailers will increasingly have an omni-channel presence. I think the physical shopping will still be there. I think local shopping will still be there. Um, and, you know, so I think retail on the whole will survive. But um, I think it's going, we're going to go through a tough few, few, uh, few months to come. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Duncan Graham, the Managing Director of Retail Excellence Ireland, and we do hope that these measures will help to sustain the retail sector and its vital contribution to our local economy. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.